So for the past nine days, we've heard the stories of the birth of Jesus Christ as God incarnate, fully human and fully divine, son of God and son of Mary, the word made flesh and the prince of peace. Indeed, good news of great joy for all people. And so on this feast of the epiphany of the Lord, we celebrate Jesus revealed as the Christ child to the Magi who arrived by the light of the star. Epiphany means showing forth or manifestation. And so during our Christmas liturgies, we heard how Christ was made known to the shepherds who were in that region living in the fields. Shepherds at that time were among the lowest in society, thus reminding us that Christ came to preach the good news to the poor. This morning, we hear the story of the Magi from the East, also translated from the ends of the earth reminding us that this God is a God for all people, not just a select few. So every year we listen to this well-known gospel story of the journey of the Magi who pay homage to the Christ child. But this morning I'd like to just focus on two lines that appear in this gospel and invite you to carry them with you, to ponder them over this new year. The first is the question the Magi asked, which is actually the same question Herod was asking, which is, where is this newborn king of the Jews? In the gospel, we hear that the infant child is found with Mary, his mother. What about today? Where do you find this king of the Jews? Where do you encounter Christ? Perhaps it may be easy to find Christ in the joys of our own lives, but what about finding Christ in our losses and our deep sorrows? Maybe he's easier to find when coming to church, whether here in person or online. Or how about within your close or extended family? If we look outward a bit more, Can we find Christ in those one in 10 families in the United States that don't have enough food to feed their children? Can we find Christ among the 545 migrant children in our custody who are waiting for our government to find their parents? Can we find Christ within those who sit on death row? Where do you see and find Christ in your daily lives? The second line I invite you to carry with you is this. The Magi departed for their country by another way. So the reason being is that any Christ encounter will change the direction of your journey. It happens all the time if we allow it. Just look at those encountering Christ in the Gospels and how they move off in a different direction. Beginning with Jesus selecting the disciples who dropped their nets and they left their families to follow him. Or those who were journeying to Emmaus and upon encountering the risen Christ changed their direction of travel. Or the disciples locked in the upper room who after seeing the risen Christ and touching his wounds moved outward. 
The woman who washed and kissed the feet of Christ and whose sins were forgiven and was told that her faith saved her and she left to go out in peace. Or the prodigal son who changed his course to journey back to the father who welcomed him with open arms. A brother who was dead came to life. A son who was lost was now found. For you see, any interaction with this Jesus the Christ, no matter where or how it happens, will change your journey. How about a couple examples outside the Gospels? In 1994, Jesuit Jim Martin worked with the Jesuit Refugee Service in Nairobi, Kenya, where he came to know hundreds of refugees who had fled from Sudan and Uganda and Somalia and many other countries out of a well-founded fear of persecution. Spent a great deal of time in Thika, which was the location of a temporary holding camp designed for nearly 500 refugees, but was holding over 5,000. Many had been there for three or four years, awaiting a return to their home countries or resettlement in places like Canada or the United States. Despite their intense and almost unimaginable suffering, they were among the most faithful people he had ever met. Working with these refugees completely changed Jim's mind about migrants and internally displaced people. And when he returned back to the United States, his life journey was completely changed, thus providing new context and direction for his journey and his ministry then and in the years to follow. For you see, any interaction with this Jesus the Christ, no matter where or how it happens, will change your journey. Father Greg Boyle, during his novitiate with the Jesuits, spent a year in Bolivia. I can't explain, writes Father Boyle in his book, Tattoos on the Heart, how the poor in Bolivia evangelized me during the year I spent with them. But they turned me inside out. And from that moment forward, I only wanted to walk with them. For I knew that the poor had some privileged delivery system for giving me access to the gospel. By the time Father Boyle returned from his experience in Bolivia in 1986, his understanding of what ministry was about had been reshaped entirely. The Mile Square Parish of the Dolores Mission Church in East LA, which was his first parish assignment, had within its borders the most intense level of gang activity on the planet. I knew I needed to change our mindset that some lives matter less than others, said Greg. So he went on to form Homeboy Industries, which today is the largest provider of training and employment and counseling and hope to gang members willing to leave that life behind. For you see, any interaction with this Jesus the Christ, no matter where or how it happens, will change your journey. But here's the challenge we all have. We all too often fall in love with the journeys we've constructed, that we've mapped out, and that we hold on to with your life. Then we draft our own version of the gospel in order to support and defend our journey, thus blinding us to Christ's presence in front of us.
that when there is so much turmoil, so much fear, so much uncertainty, and so much unrest in our world and in our lives, it is easy to ask, where is this epiphany, this manifestation of the Lord? That's the reason I've invited you to carry these two gospel lines with you this new year. Because this epiphany, this manifestation of Christ is not a one-time historical event that we celebrate the first weekend of every January. Rather, it continues every minute of every day. Christ is always revealing himself to us all the time. If we just allow our ears to hear and our eyes to see. So on this Feast of the Epiphany, of God being made present to all of us, let us begin to be present to Christ in our daily lives and allow those encounters to change our courses, to modify our journeys, to soften our hearts, to nourish our souls, knowing that the child once visited by the Magi from the East will, all, will be the one to always sustain us to walk with us and to embrace us and to lead us all to life everlasting.